Hello, and welcome to the No Good Poetry Podcast. Each week we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of poetry. This is episode 83 with... Joseph Makos and... Joseph Bievenu. This is the good, bad, and the ugly, isn't it? Some ugly shit out there, kids. Let's make the world safer for poetry. Okay, so we're back. We're 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 here. We're back. We're back, everyone. Um, and we are about to go on an adventure shortly. Uh, but before we do, we have a special guest in the station uh, today. In the station, I say like we're recording from a station. We're just recording from like a booth, actually, like a wooden. Booth. We are in a booth. We are in a wooden booth <laughs> with a with a brick wall and some plaster. And we have with us. Rodrigo Toscano today. How are you, Rodrigo? Good, guys. Good, good, good. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, so Rodrigo just happened to be getting coffee next door, and uh, he wasn't even trying to be on the show today. We just pulled <laughs> him into the room and decided that uh, he's going to be our special guest today. Um, but he doesn't even drink coffee, and actually, um, he's he's actually was planned guest. So, uh, But, Rodrigo, welcome to the show. Yeah. And now I know there's like, you know, it's like, there's so many poets in this town, you know, and there's and yeah. people come and go, and there's like, and you've been hiding out, and you're here, you've been here a minute. Yeah. And uh, no, I've been trying to hit those reading series. I mean, I'm pretty steady yeah. with at least Dogfish and yeah. and uh, Bloodjet. I think those are the two readings that I most. Yeah, read. you like yeah. those, right? Yeah, yeah. It's really picking up. Uh, I feel like things are really like really picking up momentum in town. There's a, there's a lot of stuff oh, going on poetry. Oh, totally, I, I I would agree. I. Yeah, I would say, in the, I mean, I've been here three and a half, going on four years now, and, you know, with the uh, advent of the New Orleans Poetry Festival, and, and you know, that in combination with these other reading series, you, you see people really coming together, even more than, than when I sort of first moved here. Um, I, I think that the sort of, you know, the national profile that New Orleans is getting is getting a, a, a real reputation, I think, a, around the country people whenever i travel or i go around people say well oh okay so wow the the new orleans poetry festival or or so and so is down there and people used to name one or two people names and now people know tons of names you know at least at least 10 12 people get mentioned and so it's yeah. cool yeah so there's a, so there's a, so there's a thing there's like let's not let's let's call it short of let's just stop short of calling it some sort of thing that we don't want to call it before it happens but <laughs> the thing I think that I think that uh, you know there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of inspiration in this town still and I, and uh, there's a lot to be had and and uh, yeah I think this is a this is a place that you know poets maybe have sought for refuge because I was just gonna make fun of poets for a minute <laughs> poets seek refuge in New Orleans because they know that you can get by with some sort of some sort of thing while you're hanging out and you can be super inspired and you can have a practice here you know so oh, yeah. it's not like there's, there's like New Orleans is always sort of like a, a deal, a city of deals and swindles yeah. that you have to make not just with your landlord but also with yourself. Ah, like, hey, I'm gonna come down to New Orleans and hang out for a little while because I know I can kind of get by yeah, okay. and do, do some shit. So I think there's a lot of poets have come here uh-huh. and they because there's a lot of Brazilian people make it work. Yeah, and maybe you can put a little more energy and time to practice as a poet. Yeah, it's a lot of poets. I know a lot there's, of poets. Yeah, and there's a, I have to say the scene I, I find very accepting. I mean, you go to other cities, obviously, like on the coasts and you know New York and San Francisco, and, and, and you get you get factions, you know. There's no factions here that that I've detected. You, you guys can tell me otherwise. I mean, I mean, downright factions where 
people are sort of, you know, aesthetically at loggerheads or, or even personally. Maybe there's personal stuff, but I don't, no, I don't Certainly care. personal <laughs> stuff, but definitely some personal shit. <laughs> All right. But no, I think you're right about the aesthetic part for sure. Like, I, I, I definitely find that in other places where I think here, I mean, everyone's got their own aesthetic preferences, but people are pretty open, it seems like, as far as being like, yeah, you don't write like me, but that's pretty cool what you're doing and, and yeah. not, not getting not being quite so prescriptive about how they think everybody else ought to write poetry. Yeah, I mean, I talk to uh, friends, you know, here in town, and, you know, we go out and have beers and stuff like that. And usually, like in other cities, when you do that with poets, you know, you get a, a laundry list of complaints about this person or that person, and I never, I've never really heard this kind of scuttlebutt here. Well, I mean, I, again, you know, I might not be that much in the loop like you guys. <laughs> Well, since you're on the No Good Poetry podcast, now's your chance to bet anything you got holding back, uh, Rodrigo. Maybe, maybe, maybe we should like let's split a six pack and do another podcast. Let's let, let it all rip. Up. Yeah. Um, no. I, when we're ready to end the podcast, that's what we'll do. We'll just have the like. Uh, interesting. Oh, just face out. Lay, lay bare. Every. Well, what do you think, uh, uh, Joseph? Do you do? You, I mean, let's just say in the last uh, five or six years, what yeah. what trends let me, have let you noticed? Let me try to lose a few listeners here. Um, I, I was thinking, well, you know, yeah, sure. I mean, I think, I think, I think uh, the general uh, attitude that I feel like in this city right now with poetry, as far as it goes, and uh, look, I'm not going to be the first to say that I, you know, I, I don't go out to reading uh, that often because um, I just I'm working through like a different aspect of my own poetics right now. But I'll say that people here are extremely welcoming. The scene is extremely uh, open and wide open. There's a, there seems to be like a concentrated focus of people who do run readings uh, to be an open place for everybody. Yeah. I think there's room yeah. for everybody. Yeah. I think within that picture, if you look at the if you look at the whole all the reading series in this town is like a, a chain link of the poetry community. And you put them all together, and there's overlaps between crowds and scenes and everything. I think there is, a, I think, yeah. I think there is a, a concerted effort to create a safe space for exploration of poetry. And if, if that's if that's something that we do as a community together, better because there's because there's a place for everybody in, in that realm. Yeah. Then yeah, I think we're pretty successful in this town about doing that. Right. Um, yeah. And I mean, I think that I think that uh, you know. I think that there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, different ways to run readings, and I think that I don't know the readings have always been pretty accepting and opening. Well, if we're talking about that aspect of it, I mean there are some times that things happen that get homogenized a little bit, and I think I think that, that we have to be careful to be saving those open mic moments from a bunch of um, boring you know white men. I mean, I'd be honest. I, I, I feel that way. I mean, this is this is our. I, I'm, I'm gonna just come out and say it, but that's just how I feel. More diversity is better. More diversity, not just or diversity of skin color, but also diversity of the way that people are just using language. I hear you. Show me more diversity of language. Yeah. I want. I want more. Yeah. I want more things. You know. I think sometimes we do get rooted in a scene of a little bit weirdness of protocols of readings that can be stuffy or can be. A, you know, uh, certain ways. Or something's going to be too loose sometimes, too. Or too loose sometimes. Yeah, too loose yeah. sometimes. Um, you know, one, let me give you an index of, 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 of what, how I feel is what, it's very unique about this, this scene that, you know, at least some of these readings here. For example, if you go, if you go to Dogfish and before the reading, you get to chat, and, uh, you know, with somebody. Um, many, many 
people go to that reading series that are not poets or, or are not fictionalists. Yeah, they yeah. really aren't. And if you, I can tell you that that's not the case in um, in, in New York City. Uh, you know, if you go to a typical reading, you know, practically everybody in the room is 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 you know some sort of no, artist. No, that's true. Of some that's sort, true. Yeah. You know, and this is really neat. I've I've met journalists. I've met. Uh, you know, people who deliver things on bikes, people who, who, who don't even have to feel like they have to tell you, oh, I do this or I do that. Yeah, I'm just here. Yeah. I'm just here for the reading. I'm here to check this out and I'm going to be here next week. That is, okay, that has the potential of changing your writing practice, right? Because you don't have to write for this in crowd all the time. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and so, but yeah, yeah, so it's, it's a very interesting challenge, I would say. But yeah, but it's a great challenge. You're right. Though, totally, that's, yeah. that's a lot of times the problem is people are, end up, I mean, I don't know that, I mean, some people who are in more of the typical poetry community make a conscious decision to not just write for other poets, but you have to make a conscious decision if you're in that situation. I think where, so. Where I think. here, you don't have to, because you know you're talking to people who yeah. are not poets that are there when you're reading all the time. No, that's true. Yeah, it's inbuilt. It's built in, rather. Um, yeah. That's uh, I find that really cool. Um, I think that that's successful then, because then you're because yeah. then then you're you know, um, it's not, it's you're not opening you're yeah. opening up the the um, the sort of like seemingly closed scenario and like here's an example of when we we see we see a, a very closed scenario like that is like um like you know go to like an AWP or a writers conference right. and then you have these like uh, cattle call readings or like these like really big these readings where it's like for 3 hours we're presenting every member of this press who's here in town yeah. representing themselves that tends to be like it's a bunch of poets reading for poets oh absolutely in those types of situations yeah you know, yeah like, in a sort of a, a star fucker kind of like <laughs> yeah, scene yeah. kind of like crops up around that even there like spontaneously you know it's yeah. like, oh, no, I just came here for so-and-so. And you know, and then, and then the, you know, the drinks at the Hilton lobby should to follow, and God, and God knows what else after that. Um, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, that's true. And also, also the scene here is, is, is uh, for better or worse, and we can talk about those points, uh, it's very uh, unmonetized. It's very strange. There's, there isn't even a hat pass out. Which I, yeah, I it's very yeah. rare to, to go to readings like this, you know, in, in other cities. And usually there's a hat passed around and, and the poet walks away with, you know, some beer money for the night and drink drink money or whatever. Yeah. Um, which I, 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 look, I think it's fine. I'm, I don't, I don't want to, you know, say that that should be done, but, but it's to be noted. You know, I've, I've noted that. Um, there that is exceptions. There I mean, are I've exceptions. Seen, I've seen hats passed at readings here, okay. but, but I don't know, but it also just kind of depends, but. I'll tell you, there is money in poetry, but you know. But yeah, well, that's but that's that's the other thing is like maybe it's a little more honest because it's not like you're really going to get much money anyway. So there, oh, <laughs> Joseph, when you say there's there's money in poetry, don't you mean to say there's money in poetry for some people? Yeah, for some people. Yeah, for sure. There no, is, there's so. some people on reading tours that make incredible amounts of money. Let's be quite honest. You know, yeah. you, you make it to a certain level of of, of, of well. It, all, it also depends on how you're setting up your whole career too, because yeah. you know, I know I know that there's some young poets who. You know they're they're getting out there and they're doing they're doing interesting shit with their work and, and getting it uh, displayed and how they're putting it and how they're able to negotiate these sort of performances and lo and sort of like their tours or their or their project is like you know it can come through it can come through um, DIY community yeah there can be money there there 
I'm not saying you're going to make a lot of money, but there's a half pass out in that community. Yeah, so yeah. we're talking about the poetry reading community. There's a DIY community of like little performance, uh, underground performance Space. spaces all around the country. Oh, yeah, they, you know, they're, they're there. Hundreds of these. They're there. And you come in, there's that world, yeah. which when we had the language foundry with, with Tom Orange. I remember and, that. Okay, back yeah. in the time. Okay, I went we, there, yeah. We had Maggie... And we had uh, 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 CA come and read, and, sure. And we, you know, and, and but there was always a hat pass out the end, and and we do give a little money. We try to we try to give a little, which something. is fine. But I mean, that's not. But, but I don't think people. Are, but I don't I think people are making money from that either. All you're doing is getting enough money to get no. to the next spot, or like. But I, I think know. he's saying that if you do that, like in succession, enough. Well, like if you look yeah. at you brought up CA, right? Uh, I happened to peek on. <laughs> he's an old friend of mine, but I, I happened to peek on his uh, his uh, web page. I think it is, and, and you look at like the reading tours. Yeah. it's like back to back. It's like contiguous. There's hardly a day that is on, in, in some seasons that he he has. And, and there's other people who've done that. Oh, I, mean, I was looking at Ariana Rains, like yeah, in her web page. And I mean, it's like when they go on tour, man, we're, it's a real ass tour. So I'm not sure. So maybe the, you know, like. After a while, it accumulates enough to offset the... Maybe, but, I mean, I don't know. Like, I suspect, well, from what I've seen, of, I'm not, you know, yeah, 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 Facebook yeah. friends to see, so I see what he's doing. But I suspect that's not a, exactly like, yeah, he's doing a tour, but I feel like he's probably just making enough money to get to the next place and get to the next place. I don't think it's like some glamorous living situation. He's staying with people oh, he knows but, but and that, staying that, with, you know. No, I hear, no, I, I, I'm with <laughs> you. You know, but what that creates is it creates a, a, a sort of a, a, a followership, a, you know, a large followership that after a while. Yeah, it, readership. It, it, yeah, readership. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, I, yeah. I mean, I think it's all how the, the artist does it. And I think like depending on how they want to like market themselves, it's the same as in the art world. Sometimes in the art world, it's maybe a little bit easier, a little bit harder in certain ways. But, you know, to get yourself into a museum, you know, to uh, present an artwork is difficult. Um, but but potentially, the way that you present your poetry in the, in a certain setting, it can get you as a poet into a museum for a, a, a $500 honorarium. Oh, sure. If you know how to write it up. No, yeah. Yeah, you know you I mean? just, yeah no, so CAC the, can do that. Yeah, you know, and they have they have they did that with it. Cecilia Vicuña and brought a and, few big time poets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and well, I, I I read there, uh, you know, the the night before her opening, and then we had a dis- like a panel discussion. So yeah, if you you can get into into those institutions. Yeah, right, and, and those things. it's just a different way though. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I'm just laughing thinking about that ridiculous Nola thing where we printed that. Oh yeah, we did this thing one time. <laughs> we did this thing one time where we had like. It was like all these works of art. That was an insane. I don't know what the museum was doing that night. Well, well I don't know what the museum was doing that night. But I mean, it doesn't even matter because it was insane because it was like a pro a, pro, a project that we were implicated with by Thaddeus Conti. And if you want to talk about like the the number one hustler of New Orleans poetry of all time, it's like it's like Thaddeus Conti and his machinations. But there was like a thing you could put in proposals to display all kinds of art or whatever. So we we, we did broadsides. You know, we did, oh, really? We did we had eight of them. We had eight of them on display in Noma. Oh, it was wow. one of the first things we all did together. But then they had like, there were like, oh, wow. it was like 10 years ago. But then there oh, were like hundreds of these things that were they had just throughout the... Mm-hmm. So it was kind of ridiculous. And then they had like dancers and music and all this stuff going on. Yeah. But it was just like a crazy, so much stuff was going on you couldn't even tell. I think I stole one of my own things out of its display and put it in a, I hid it somewhere else in the museum because I thought it would be more, more interesting. I think I put it in the, uh, 
You did. We moved it around. We got in trouble for that. We were like moving them around and shit. No, we didn't get in trouble for it. I thought I was going to get in trouble, but then they, I, or, or that it was not going to be returned when they returned all the stuff, but they somehow found it and returned it with everything else. But, yeah. That's funny. Well, um, uh, yeah, it's probably someone's job to go around the museum and make sure there's nothing like spare things floating around and you're like, there's Joseph Bienvenue's broadside, like in the fucking Joseph Cornell well, room. Well, they probably figured. Like, yeah. They probably figured someone else did it and not me. <laughs> oh, you? Well, yeah, you did it. You just admitted to doing it now. Like some random person that used to work at Noma is gonna be like, "Hey, remember I got fired?" Oh, no one that worked at Noma back then still works there. Probably not. <laughs> um. So yeah. So I think it's like it's interesting. I think it's cool. I think there's you know I uh you know there's uh some international stuff going on here. And I think that that's good. I think, um, I think that's inspiring me the most in, in uh, poetic practice now is like, we're going to go and, you know, head down to Montevideo for this right. movie, Al Portico and yeah. Bill and Nancy Dixon, Dr. Dixon will be down there too. And yeah. Bill will be down there. Right. And Paul right. Hoover will be down there. Oh yeah. And Paul Hoover. Okay. And there'll be this, this group of us down there. It's fun. And, and, and I'm kind of trying to look at this as going as like an, an emissary from from America, from New Orleans, and, exactly. and to, we want to bring some. We're we're teaching a visual poetry workshop. Oh, excellent! For the for the for the for the for the, for the, the whole thing. Oh, wow! So we got people signing up, and we're gonna. Yeah. We have this. Sorry, we've we've got people signing up, and we've got this <laughs> workshop scheduled. So it's like, and ninety minutes each day for three days. Absolutely. And then on Friday or Saturday, it's going to be the works that we create are going to yeah. be on exhibit for the closing show. Yeah. So it's going to be this workshop that ends in an exhibition. No, perfect. Yeah. But like, you know, when you're talking about these things, like, what do you think is an important take? Like, what do you think, like, our, like, I mean, you don't tell me what our goal is, but we're going and we're going to this South American country and we're going right. to be dialoguing in, in, in languages that we don't even know. Yeah. Like, I'm not fluent in Spanish, <laughs> but the last year I went and we were able to get on and get to poetic thoughts sure. through yeah. communication. Right, 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 right. Uh, or lack of it. On that, on that really <laughs> precarious footbridge that crosses a river, uh-huh. but you know you can make it if you hold on right, to it. Right, right, right. You can you arc, can uh, spark over, or you can short circuit too. Either what one, should we but. be doing? What should we be? Tell- what, what should be the? I mean, I, the dialogue that we. I, I, you know, I, I, the questions. You know, well, you know so first steps first. You know, I, I think that the fact that you're sort of emissaries, as you said, and going down there and, and mixing it up, and, and you know, giving a face to to not only you know the United States, but but the southern, you know, the Gulf Coast, and then ultimately New Orleans. I think that those. Those kinds of things are very valuable. I, uh, that that's happened many, many times, in in, in, in obviously in, in art and, and especially in poetry. Um, to reach a critical mass of influence, it, you know, it could be two or three people uh, from a you know particular scene, sort of you know voyaging to another scene and, and going in there, and then you know, and then it you know talk happens, and then before you know it, you know, like these two cities are kind of linked. And so I think this is, I think what, I think just the fact you're just going down there now, it's a cherry on, 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 on top of the cake that, that you're getting such a nice format to, to, you know, to display the, the products of the, of the workshop. That, that's, that's excellent. That's even more solid. So I would say just there, just, just drill down there and, you know, do that. And I, I don't, I don't think there's much more you can do just now. Um, sure. when, we don't live in the age of, of print magazines, you know. Yeah. You know, it's kind of it's kind of too bad because back back in the day, I remember like when I was, you know, going my first sort of trips to Europe and 
I remember there was this magazine that I really liked, uh, you know, in Europe called Perspective, and it was this glossy thing, and it was, it was almost like a bomb magazine, but it was like poetry and politics, whatever. But they they had little little sort of um, scenes around this particular magazine, like in Budapest, in Vienna, and in Berlin, and so it, in in Cologne, in Cologne. Uh, and and so already that was kind of clustered in just around the magazine. Well, that was that, that's far gone now. I think now with the internet and stuff like that, people kind of want this direct kind of connection, and you know what I'm saying. You don't have to you don't have to sort of rally around a a magazine or you know what I'm saying. Or, well, that was the viral voice of that of that time. Yeah, that was the usage yeah. of yeah. that. The, it's this. It, we're using a different tool now. Yeah, but it created solid relationships. I mean, like lifelong relationships, even even love hate relationships. Um, it, it, I, I haven't found anything since uh, around like 2004 down this way that that's been that sort of I don't know like the bedrock. You know what I'm saying? It's like everything now is kind of flitting, flitting, flitting. Yeah, around. I don't know what it would be, right? I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what would be the thing to replace that. Um. I mean, well, that's, yeah, because, I mean, that's the thing, right? Poetry is still... Fame. Fame is a bigger sort of thing fame, now. People yeah. want fame, yeah. even little well, packets of it. You know, local fame, this fame, that fame. Just the whole phenomenon of fame wasn't really, I mean, come on. Like, poets weren't really, okay, okay, see, I want to get, you know, I'll go tell you on the side, like, you know, fame is what I'm after. No, usually with poets, what they want is they want to get a hearing. Yeah. Yeah. But don't you think good poets yeah, still oh. don't want fame? Because... Anyone that is not a raving lunatic realizes that you're never really going to be famous as a poet anyway. So yeah. <laughs> you're kind of wasting your time. Yeah, <laughs> if no. that's your goal. Uh, but there's, 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 there's <laughs> come on, there, there, like you, you know, you, uh, uh, you know, you can walk to the airport at, at you know, at an MSY here in New Orleans, and and in the bookshop I was walking by, and in, and on the front cover there. Uh, was um, uh, um, uh, uh, Claudia Rankin's uh, yeah, Citizen, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and, and uh, you know, I mean that that's a level of, of fame uh, for sure, and it's a good, it's a well earned. I, I, I'm not, I'm not criticizing it, yeah, but, there, yeah. but there, there are moments I think that where poets do make this kind of break out into the wider social. Obviously, you I know, guess, so. but I mean, it's in such a minor way still. Like, yeah, you could. I don't know that there's a single poet I could think of uh-huh. that you could have go walk through the airport and anything except anyone except for some random poet weirdo would even recognize them walking through, right? That's uh, true. That's true. <laughs> Unto the general public. Yeah, to the general Un- public. Unto. Like you might be famous to poets, I guess. Uh-huh. And well, I, the last one that was really famous, you know? I can remember that on that level. I don't know if you. This is going way back. It's Robert Bly, if you remember that. Yeah, that whole yeah, phenomenon, yeah. right? But but attached but that's also because he was doing other stuff. The, yeah, the sort of what they call now the, um, the weird man, crime MRM men's man. rights movement. <laughs> right? You know, it's kind of, yeah. he was a, he was a proto MRMer. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, not really, but like, uh, but, but, yeah, that's but then I'm, meanwhile, you've got you know fourteen year old kids on YouTube. They walk through the airport and there'd be a mob. So I mean. I think I, I mean I'm not, all I'm saying is uh, like yeah. if if you are a poet and you're even remotely concerned about fame, you're in the wrong business. Go yeah. do yeah. something else. Yeah, well, there's a single you know. poet who watching Airport would get mobbed. No. Check this out. Check this out. There's Today, people. let me think. A living poet. Yeah. If there's any living poet who could walk through an airport and get mobbed, 
just solely a poet? Like, just they they don't do anything else? Yeah. Yeah. There's mm. now there's 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 sort of um, there's Instagram poets now. There's sort of YouTube poets. There's We've, people that yeah, have yeah, like followings and readerships that like we can't even imagine. But even uh, they are. Yeah, but it's so even trite, they are not it? that. Well, famous. Like, you know, yeah. I, I'm not disputing the the you know. The, I, I'm just sort of foregrounding that that there's lo- you know now levels of actual. Like a like YouTuber, guess, YouTuber like fame kind of thing. Yeah, but I don't know. Like even those people, though, they're, it's still they're famous because people are sharing their things on yeah. the internet. But it's not like someone would know who they are if they saw them. And I wonder. Well, if... Well, that's yeah. That, I mean, that's a little bit different. But there, and I don't even know if no one if someone would recognize their look, poem if they saw it out of context. Would they know that that poem belonged to right. that poet? No, no. Know? Okay, so we're doing a podcast here, right? And there's yeah. famous podcasts. So just to, I'm, I'm not kidding. I guess you can yeah. have who's the most I famous guess podcast? Like, like what? Joe Rogan, maybe? I don't he's know. Pretty, he's pretty oh, famous. Okay, okay, he's pretty, pretty famous. famous. I bet you he he can board uh, several planes. Like you know, in a couple of weeks, and not be recognized. I don't think even so. at his level. You know, so. Oh, you think he? Think, like, okay, I maybe think, him. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be every, maybe some of his guests. I don't think so. it's like people are going to go nuts. Not like every single person is going to recognize him, but there's certainly someone on every. Uh, okay, well, take and take like the historian Yuval Harari, right? Which he's had on there, the yeah, Israeli, yeah. the guy who wrote probably Sapiens. Would not be, he could board a book, and he true, he true. sells tons of books. Lectures all over the world. He could board a plane and probably not I, be recognized. Yeah, but is well, he, because I think that there's, I think that you have to understand, like maybe the package that comes with a certain, you know, a world of world of relations. So, like, yeah, yeah. you know, an Instagram person, you know, might be recognized in a certain site because, like, because you have to understand how their fame was pro- pro- proliferated. So, like, in a certain way, through the historical world, I have no idea who this bestseller guy is. Mm-hmm. But he might sell tens of thousands of books, but really, at the end of the day, he's not known for his face. Yeah, he's but different okay, but it's also like you know I, I mean, mean, I would yeah, say that I would say the same thing. If you were a historian trying, and you were worried about being famous, I think you're equally ridiculous as a poet trying to do that. Oh no, the odds are like, it's absurd. No, I, I hear where you're going with this, just I, I, I agree with you. I, if I you're a poet, you want to be famous. You have to do something that yeah. doesn't involve well, poetry, you, or you probably need a revolver. Poetry. You know, if you <laughs> want to get really or famous, or you have to take your poetry to <laughs> you know? such heights and such extents. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. like like that. You're gonna like. Well, and all you're doing is Fly making the White House with a poem yeah. attached to your ass on fire or something. Right. <laughs> that would get you. That would get you. Instant. But all you're doing, regardless whether you're a poet or a historian doing that, right? All you're doing is making yourself a bad poet or a bad historian yeah. as you're worried about the fame part of it, right? Instead no, it's of true. Like, you can't. You can't. That, that, that you can't. You can't tap at that at that vein yourself. You know, like. Uh, um, Good people get I famous. I want to be famous, and accident, I'm just going to you know, pursue. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's it's true, on yeah. accident. <laughs> it is. It is sort of on accident. <laughs> it yeah. is, and it isn't, right? I mean, it's like uh, so you can have like a, a thousand people like want to get famous, and out of those, what a very small number, and they all want it, but then yeah. A, a certain series of factors sort of co- yeah, come to play, yeah. and then it just that's a crapshoot. They don't have no control over that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. It's just right. How do we get on this fame shit? Like, I don't know. Uh, oh, we're talking we about poetry and fame. I don't know. I mean, I uh, think we're talking about uh, reception. Actually, that's yeah. the deeper yeah. kind. Yeah. Of, yeah, yeah. Well, but I do think, but sort of not directly related, but kind of related to bring us back to where we began is another interesting thing about the New Orleans poetry scene. That okay. I mean, obviously, I'm more familiar with the New Orleans poetry scene than anywhere else. But you know, I've been other places, I've seen stuff. It seems like in New Orleans, the more 
the longer someone's around the scene, the less that they read, not more. Right? Where everywhere else is the opposite. The longer that you're on the scene yeah, and the yeah. longer that you're reading, the more present they seem to be and the more all over the place they are and they're reading all the time. Or okay. in New Orleans, it almost seems like New Orleans, it almost seems like it almost seems like people start to fade, like be like, okay, I'm gonna step into the background a little bit and let oh, let people. That's uh, interesting, observation. you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've never, I never noticed that. Fade into obscurity. Yeah. Not um, that they're not there, but you know, but it's not like well, maybe like the poet laureate of Hogs Alley. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, is it kind of like because they become? I mean. I don't mean by age, but by, by by age of practice. Have they become sort of senior members of the community of sorts? And then the Jedi, you, you, sent a, kind of you like, could do that yeah, as a youth, yeah, too. Yeah. You could be like a, you know, you hit sure. it hard for the first sure. two or three years in your new and city, and like, then you're, um, a senior, you're a senior poet now. So this, uh, this uh, it's, it's so, so, so sort of like the life of a poet in New Orleans is more of one of, of obscurity and, and, and like, and like, and like you that know. is there, there's a little bit of that there i think that I mean, who you know back in the day you know people have these great stories about everett maddox sure right like in like you know I, and i read all of yeah, his yeah. work and i love his work and and i read that one anthology where they have the essays and all the reminiscences of of everett maddox and uh but yeah no it, it's kind of it's kind of like um hearsay there's a lot of kind of yeah well back in the day you know at the gold mine or whatever um right there's a lot of i, yeah. I feel there's like a lot of sort of like legacy, uh, legacy building here in, yeah. in New Orleans. In, yeah. in a way that, it, like in, in a scene, I don't know, like uh, like like in, in New York, let's just say, where I spent 16 years. You know, you, you everything's happening so much in the present, all the maneuvers and all the positionings that you don't have, you hardly have time to reminisce and say, yeah, well, you know, that person, we haven't seen so-and-so and, you know, oh, I, there was a sighting the other day and, you know, and, and you don't know who it is, but, you know, you kind of want to, Seems like in New Orleans you can kind of do that. Yeah, you know? yeah, like there's definitely. like legendary people that I've never even met. Yeah. Well, let me give you an example. For example, somebody who uh, who played a, a tremendous role, from what I understand, in, in the scene here is like David Brinks, right? Like I've never met that guy. It's really easy. Just it's go, um, to, it's just amazing. go to Crescent City Books a bit. And All right. Well, I mean, that's just a, that's just an example, and, and a lot of yeah, there's reasons yeah, yeah. for for these things, but whatever. But um, and there's other people too like that. That's just like yeah, they just like like you said, just hang in the back. Or yeah, and sometimes there's situational reasons, but it's like, but I don't, I think in other places it's more like people leverage, the more like kind of that you get, people leverage that into being like, I'm going to do more readings and I'm going to do all this okay. stuff, where yeah. I feel like in New Orleans it's almost like, well, it's a different, it's a different thing. I mean, there's some poets here who have, who, who have, or or, or either want a sort of national reception, and then there's poets here that I meet that like, that that's not even part of their their deal. They're 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 very content you, and happy to just yeah, be part of this local thing, and, and that's the yeah. end of it. You, yeah, you, you and know, so that's. I think yeah. I think poet. I think I, that's an interesting observation, and I want to talk about this okay. real quick. <laughs> All right. Observation. Yeah, let's do that. So I'm from Cleveland. Right. Okay. I, Cleveland, Ohio. Okay, like actually Cleveland, not the suburbs. Like I'm a kid from the city. No, I know the city. Yeah. My 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 dad was a Vietnam veteran. My mom's a nurse. Okay, my dad did antiques. All right, grew up. I grew up like lower middle class, basically. Okay. Yeah. I come to New Orleans mainly by accident because I was doing my MFA through UNO, but it was the low res one. So I'm going over to Europe, hanging out with these New Orleanians in Spain and in. Oh, okay. And so I met I, I met Bill for the first time in a castle 
in 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 the Tyrolean Alps of Italy. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Although I'd been corresponding with Bill for I like a year. Okay. You know what well, I mean? but years. Danny had been pushing for you. But to yeah, come but then there was this other time. person, Danny yeah, yeah. Kerwick, who you know, who's this like Saint Kerwick now, bless his soul, okay. passed away a couple of years ago. But he was this other galvanizing person who traveled a ton. Right, And right. he always brought these poets wherever he traveled back to New Orleans. Gotcha. People would come here to visit Danny and see things. So I, that's how I was brought in the gold mine was kind of through Kerwick and then through Bill and then and then through the language foundry at that same time. You know, we almost had Bill come up for that opening of that, you know. And then there was Jamie Bernstein, who is a player in the scene too in certain ways. And he's traveling over there. But I was meeting all these poets in Europe. But I moved to New Orleans after I graduated from the University of New Orleans, which is a really weird thing to do. And then we figured out after when we met at the gold mine that we were both at UMass Amherst at the same time. But I was finishing my undergrad. He was doing his MFA. Okay. And we never really met each other there. Okay. I didn't know that. Although we were both yeah. there at the same time. Which All right. Really weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so but, in terms of the yeah, the diffraction between national and Yeah, local, so there's this yeah. really weird. Yeah. So, so like, so like, but in a certain way, well, well, this is a roundabout way to explain something. You can edit all this out if you want, Joseph. But oh, we, come in, we come into this intersection. And I actually think that, so I heard this story about this young girl who was like from Atlanta. She was trying to launch her music career. So her family decided and her manager decided that they were that they were going to move her to New Orleans. Why? Because they felt that New Orleans was a better look for her to, na- to launch her national career. <laughs> uh-huh. She had nothing oh, to do. Wow. She had, she didn't live here. She wasn't from here. Yeah. She was from the south, I think, but that was where she was living, but I think her family was really from the from the north somewhere. Yeah. So she wasn't really a Southern, but she was this new singer, this this young singer. So they were moving her to New Orleans because they felt like New Orleans was a better place for her to have a better look to launch her national career. Wow. I think poets do that. I, th- I think I think I think there's some young poets who have come to New Orleans who actually don't spend any time developing community here, who actually just come here and say that they live here. Do you think it has that much cachet? I do. Really? Wow! I, I, like in the same way of this launching the career, I do because I think wow. that I think that if you look at an influx of people who, <laughs> I think that people are coming here. I think that there's poets. I mean, there's who definitely want to say that they live like in the Orleans, but they really kind of, don't. They only stay here. Maybe well, four or yeah, five but I don't year. think that, that maybe maybe I live in maybe. New Orleans. I'm from New Orleans. Yeah, but I think that's not about. I think that's not about uh, the poetry part so much as it's just. I think there's a lot of people that move that move to New Orleans for that reason in general. Which is also funny because it was not like that. It was not like that uh, twenty years ago. Like twenty years ago, like if you said you were from New Orleans, it was still like. I mean, New Orleans. It was still like plug. If you went up north twenty years ago and you said you're from New Orleans, it was still like like plug in jokes about the deep south. Now it was not even like there's. It's like a little. You got a little bit of a thing because right, yeah. I'm because world, it was New Orleans, but it was still like no, it wasn't thought of as it like was considered. It was, yeah, like, well, we a, just, like a destination point for 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 Mardi Gras, and that was about it. That's you know? about and it. Yeah, like, but like you're not going to go down there and ply your <laughs> artistic trade. Or no, whatever. if people, yeah. if I meet someone who doesn't speak English and they say, yeah. "Where are you from?" and I say, yeah. "I say New Orleans," they know immediately. Exactly. If no. I say Cleveland and they're like Cleveland, I say LeBron James, they're like, "Oh, cool." LeBron oh yeah, yeah. Like, like that's yeah. Well, much. that's always been true internationally. Yeah, you know, internationally though is different. Yeah, interesting underground, um, like uh, music sound, scene, sound music scene, scene noise scene yeah, yeah. is awesome course, in those course. warehouses. Whatever, yeah. it's just awesome. So. Yeah, it's a whole different thing. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like 
it's the way that seasonal affective disorder shows itself through music. Right. That's really what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And lack of vitamin D for a couple lack months. Lack of vitamin D, yeah. You just sit there and you kind of just put your hands in your big pocket, you know, say, just kind of move with this electronic Yeah, and then, you're, and then you're basically banging your head to twisting knobs, you know? Yeah, three seasons of that, and you're just like, yeah, you're just like yeah. twisting knobs and doing, you know, that's just yeah. what it's like, but... I think people really, I think if you look at the world stage, like New Orleans right now, just in general, is hip as fuck. It's like so hip. Yeah, but yeah. there's also... No, it is. Listen, I... Internationally. I, I, you know, I'm from San Diego originally, and uh, now, now San Diego is like, you know... Hip from too. San Diego? Yeah, yeah, Vista, yeah. Oceanside? Yeah. Where, 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 where? No, no, uh, Hillcrest. Okay, okay. Yeah, Little Italy. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, so then I moved up to San Francisco, obviously, you know, it's like in the 90s. To, and obviously that started sort of brewing into a... a, a and, and, and back then in the, in the middle 90s, I mean, all sorts of poets were moving to San Francisco. This yeah, kind yeah. of before the internet. And it was like you had to pick up your suitcase and, and go to, be, to participate in these lively poet, poetry scenes. You know, you couldn't do it, you know... Virtually. Yeah, virtually. <laughs> yeah, so, so then... So, so I've experienced like several sort of, you know, hip or whatever. And then I moved to... to to friggin' uh, North Brooklyn, um, you know, Greenpoint, uh, oh. which is just like, you know, epicenter. Now, now, it wasn't then. Back then, it was like, you know, bodegas what and year is Polish this? What and year is Puerto this? Rican guys like playing basketball with them in court and what cussing in five languages. This is um, like, oh, it's like a 99. I moved okay. there in 99. I was there uh, right after okay. Katrina. I was oh. in Greenpoint, too. Oh, oh okay. Uh, for, okay. We'll for, have to talk for, about yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that sometime. <laughs> Do you know, um, did you ever meet Mike DeCapity? Yeah. Michael DeCapity? No, no, no. Greenpoint? He's a writer from Cleveland who oh, lives in Greenpoint. Oh, okay. So, so but but to sort of, to your point um, about, you know, New Orleans becoming, you know, hip, it, it, no, definitely, I can tell you from those experiences, I see it happening. It is. I yeah. see it happening. In matter of fact, last time I in was... In the same a, way that every you saw time, I go to I go to, back to Brooklyn once a month, okay? Let me give, let me give you... You do? Some, yeah. Yeah, I do because of work or whatever. Okay. So, so I, I go and I just randomly go sit in a bar and, you know, kind of just do my thing. And, and uh, I, you hear the, the chitter chatter, you know? It, it, the word New Orleans comes up nonstop. It's like, oh, we're going to New Orleans and... New Orleans, you know, it's like it's like people either come to vacation here or they want to move here. So it's definitely, I, I totally agree with you. It, it's uh, and but you, I mean, you've seen this change your whole life. Oh God, I mean, yeah, yeah, but it's so weird to me. It's so weird to me. But then it's funny, like, but to bring it back to poetry, like it's yeah. funny with the poetry thing, right? Because I, I always, th- I think New Orleans has always had a good poetry community going on. Okay, but it was a poetry yeah. community. That most people did not even know existed until, I mean, I think like, maybe, like I don't know, like when I was at UMass, like Gizzy was always like, oh, do you know Dave? Do you go to the gold mine reading and everything? And I was like, yeah, 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 you know, but he was like the only one who would ever ask me that. No other poets. Right. Even yeah. knew that that was going on. Right, right. I mean, I heard Bill then, Lavender's <laughs> name from like a, you know away. You know, I mean, that was all I knew uh, really. And oh, and Megan, I'd, I'd heard of that's Megan. That's that's interesting. I mean, maybe it's because like maybe it's because like the 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 the, the new maybe the New Orleans scene was sort of like. I don't want to say impenetrable, but le- like legendary in its sense that maybe it was like live. Maybe it was like on its golden age well it was but it was still like i mean part of it is internet based right like part of it was like the internet expanding right because like a lot of that stuff was going on 17 reading poetry series on the internet and reading about it like oh this is a cool series this sounds cool. but like when did that start happening like that was maybe like 
that was like the internet expanding in the early 2000s. Like before say, that, it was going on, and like Mad Poets Express was going on before that, but there was no internet presence for anyone outside of living in New Orleans to know about that, right? Yeah, yeah. And now the internet presence of the New Orleans Poetry Festival as well. well that is the festival is huge. You yeah. Know, and that, and that now it's, it's going to be. It's fast. Like, it's really getting the name out there fast, you know? Four it's years good. old, and it's going to be growing to. Three or four hundred people, people are people and... are piling over each other to, 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 to do proposals and I, I have to I can't tell you how many people I have to send. It's like go to the portal, go to the portal, submit to the portal. You know, I because know. they they come to me and it's like, hey, what can yeah, you do? I, I, blah, read, blah. I read, I like, I read about you know? I read about seventy of those proposals last just, year. Yeah, and man, that? it was yeah. like, a, I mean, yeah. But you know, I like it because it's like training people that like look. And we told local people too. If you're local, you want to participate in poetry festival, you can be involved on a local side or write a proposal. Yeah. Like that's, that's just, yeah. you know, like you say, like the New Orleans people, like this scene is being accepting and all that stuff. And I think that's like, you know, that's like, sometimes people are like, well, why aren't we part of the poetry festival? Well, yeah, there's yeah. definitely, yeah. Well, there's yeah, this is definitely, a good stimulus. Yeah. Like, this is a good, good. Get involved. Yeah. Submit a proposal. Yeah. Tell us what you there's want to do. There's people who've been well, around the while. Don't yeah. just expect yeah. that Work you're Work on that little be, paragraph. You know, yeah. <laughs> little paragraph. You know? Some people. Yeah. Here's a key. If you're, if you're listening to this and you want to submit a proposal for poetry fest. Actually, right. The, the more you can <laughs> actually describe every possible thing that you want to talk about, and the more focused and granular and specific yeah, you can get absolutely. on a really per- important topic that actually means something to the poetry world right now, yeah. the more likely you are going to get your proposal set. And then, set. Do it focused. If you do a focused proposal, yeah. it's about one real changing thing or one real thing. And also, in the if world. you have a skill and you have something that you think you could do a really cool, engaging workshop, write a workshop. We need more workshops. Yeah, there's not yeah the workshops, workshops are, are, are really, yeah, really appealing um, to people. Um, well, because it's like you get to come in and do a thing. You know, we we did our two hour workshop and and with a visual poetry, and, and honestly, I like the way we're going to be doing this one in Montevideo, where it's ninety minutes a day for three days, and and we get to like come in and say like, okay, you do this, you do this, you do this, and we we yeah, we, get a little more. It's a little bit more uh, yeah. homework assignments, and you're and you're also going to readings, and you're we're going to give people assignments where you got to go out and pick things up around the community and bring letters and words, and let's cut it up and let's turn. You know what I mean? Oh, awesome yeah. layering and the texturing and, and how yeah. the poetic can come through advertising and and design and and all sorts of weirdness. So yeah. it's not just it's going to be something we want people to be thinking about the whole time. Yeah, you know, we want think yeah. about it, think about it, get it right. No, awesome. be in mode of creation. Yeah, you know, I want to take it plastic. I want to take it. Yeah, fun too. Right in the mode, and in, in yeah. in like a sort of well, you know, like the. Do you remember the happenings that that, that scene and like in the early set? Well, I wasn't around well, in that I scene. I wasn't around. But you know, but, but you had the, you had this, you had this, you had I wasn't this, around. You had this, uh, this, this, this kind of scene in the late '60s, early '70s. Where in New York City? It was called the hap. They would call. It, they wouldn't call it like a. This is a reading or this is a party. It's a happening. Yeah, it's a, it's a happening. And what you do, you'd show up and you wouldn't know what what, what would happen. Actually, somebody might. You know, get like a crystal ball and roll it slowly across the floor. Somebody might like hang from a ceiling. Is this, was Somebody, this around like you know, fluxes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, was this? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was concurrent with them. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So it was kind of around the same time. And but you know, there people would say, well, there's a happening on you know 34th Street, or whatever. But out of and there's very few, there's very little documentation of it. But you you do sort of tap in, like Jack Wilson and those people. Um, you know, um, and yeah. So, but you can actually go and find out the the sort of outlines of the scene if you do your research enough and it's really amazing stuff a lot of things that we think that you know all new i've never seen this before whatever actually people did, did people a lot of doing shit. It yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. i mean very spontaneous stuff yeah very I mean, it'd spontaneous. be really cool I, I would be really down for 
doing for some doing a kind of a reading. Yeah. Yeah, let's do some happening. That'd be fun. Yeah, just say it's a happening. You know, ne- neo, neo happening. You know, let's talk about this real quick. So, like neo happenings. I've been. Th- I, 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 I actually have an idea. I think I. It's already dead in the water. It's already. Yeah. No, but like uh, this we might idea. need a workshop that name. A little no, bit. that's fine. We'll workshop the name. But like, <laughs> so like this idea of, ha- of new, new happenings, like what could be like. And I've thought about this, and I thought about how like um, we could we could get like a minivan, right? And we could yeah. set up a minivan, and you know we could pop out of that back of that minivan, yeah, yeah. like with little like squid tentacles, yeah, yeah. And it could be like a couple microphones, and it could be some sound equipment, and yeah, it like could a, be and like it could be projectors, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we could find like even like a parking garage or something. And we tell people like, hey, during this time at this moment, it's yeah, gonna be, be a happening, and we kind of set up like a, a a little like space, yeah, for yeah. something to happen, yeah, and, and and we can document it, you know, we can oh, have, I know. Yeah, yeah. And we can document it, and we could have these like little, but it moments. needs to be, uh, yeah, you need yeah. you need you need people who are who who want to play like that, you yeah. know, who want to play like. But that. you also and, and, need, a, yeah, I yeah. think we do have the That'd pieces. Be cool. if I, if be I, fun. Yeah. I think I can count like five or six. Five or maybe ten people that I that I know that would be willing to do crazy shit here. But so we far. only need like yeah, we have that's all we need. We What's don't that? need more than that to do that. To do, yeah, we yeah. have everything. I mean, we, I mean, we could pop out with with projector, and, and you just got to come with that. And and some, but you, I think you, you need know. things that are like I like the projection idea, but you need things that make the audience be interactive too. That was part of the whole deal yeah. with these things. Yeah. Things like yeah. that. They had a lot of things like that. They'd pass things around. And, yeah, yeah, that's and, key. Uh, I yeah, think that's key. Yeah, even like you know the ontologic hysteric theater, um, uh, Richard Foreman's uh, uh, you know famous experimental theater, uh, which kind of ended in. In uh, 2000, I think it was 2005, but like in the early 2000s, there were sort of those elements of that. So they like like they'd be doing their thing on the stage, right? And then somehow somehow you'd end up with some object in your hand or something. You'd have to go and place it, and yeah, it felt really <laughs> weird at first because you, you feel like a lot of pressure. But then after a while, you think I can't think of theater any other way. <laughs> it was really cool, and I think those like like the happenings. Yeah, but I so I totally yeah, agree with yeah. you. There was yeah, not an, we don't need an audience. A happening is not an yeah, audience. It's not really an audience anymore. Like you're like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that, I like audience participation show, right? things. I think are really key. Like yeah. I did this reading once at Hall Walls with with, with Matt actually, and Steve Benson was the headliner that oh, night. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. And he did this crazy thing where he did where he did this this shit where it was like you know when you walked into the space, someone handed you this little sheet of paper and it said like at seven minutes into the reading, repeat, repeat the line that you hear, or like or or oh, yeah. it would say like at twelve minutes and thirty two seconds of this reading, say this phrase. So at it was like the reading started, yeah, and nothing was really happening. And then all of a sudden, at seven minutes in, yeah, once once he was mesmerizing everybody, all the audience started saying shit. I wonder and, how many of the well, you know, how many have to give out? How many people just don't do the thing that the, that they get on? I the think board. everybody right. got yeah. sometimes it wasn't given out immediately. Sometimes <laughs> it would sit down, and then someone would you probably have to, to give it to everyone. So half of the people I think that's do really it. interesting because it yeah. creates you know accident. Yeah, you know, can you imagine? Yeah. Okay, you know, like when you're at a reading and somebody's doing a really good reading, and, and some kind of little accident happens, either the mic stops working or somebody a baby squeals or something, and people laugh whenever accidents are interesting. You know, like if you if your work yeah. can't withstand an accident, I mean, you're something wrong with you. You know, <laughs> it should also, be able to you take. You can also do that, like arrange accidents yeah. in readings would yeah. be fun too. But I think with that Benson, I think I've seen yeah. some version of that. That's more like a collision. Uh, it's interesting toward the end, especially. Um, when the clamor of voices kind of reaches a pitch that it just he he he's kind of his ego is evacuated at that point. So, totally. Yeah, and it's like he proves his point in a way, like yeah. about how this is all this circuitry and these discourses going on in your brain and all this kind of kind of you experience that like together. Yeah. How do we? How do we? 
I, I, I do feel that like this city, this city uh, right now in this place in this time could be could be pretty interesting and right. But I think like we could do it and have these pop ups and these like uh, pop up pop up type type of things, poetics type things. Um, and we could bring it out, you know. Well, we talked about it before, we... but I mean, you could do it in the same way with the with the pop up idea. We talked about it before, but you could do it with a more mobile sort of thing. It would just be fun to have a monthly or whatever night, or it could even be less often than that, where you had different people that you know. It's like they it's their night to curate the thing. No, right? No, yeah. But no. that's the that's the idea. You have to come up with something interactive that makes yeah. Everyone do something. No, that's fair. You I think know? that's the correct. You wouldn't want like utter spontaneous, so just just shenanigans. I mean, just well, I mean, maybe, but it might get old if you did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah. For me, as a but it'd be kind of cool me, to have a different person coming. Yeah, for me, as a documentarian, you know? the way I would want, I would, build, I would want to, I would want to, I would want to, I would want to do a locations. This is how I do. You do a location scout. You get a, you get a good location. You yeah. set up a spot. You you sort of say, okay, this is where it is, and then you yeah. bring each person to it. And design a thing, and you, and then each month you do it in a different location. Yeah. And the, the 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 sort of setup is okay. We pop, we 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 drop out in the minivan, so we or whatever, and we have this, we have this setup. Well, I'm just a minivan, whatever. We we set up a stage. You appear, you appear all of a sudden, and something yeah. happens on yeah. the stage. Okay, whether we whether the whole wall gets covered by different words that people wrote, mm-hmm. and then that's the piece, or. Or it's another thing where we're doing shadow puppetry on the side of a parking garage in the CBD or whatever it is. Yeah, it's some sort of thing where it's like this expression, but then we document it. Like there has to be yeah. a camera set up, and, yeah. and we document it in a, in a sort of thing so that there's a critical document as well. Yeah. All right, so you like, can handle the documenting part. I don't care about that. Yeah, I care about that. <laughs> I remember on 14th Street in New York City, some some of these sort of avant-garde uh, dancers would sometimes like like sort of crawl like in in, in tumble across 14 it was a very busy avenue in, in new york city um and and they would just do it and there would be no mention of it there would be you know no but they did have a camera and, and when i yeah when i went back and saw the, the yeah, thing, yeah. I, it was really cool people were like uh read i remember this one guy was uh, reading poems as, as he was like tumbling like like literally tumbling all the way down like that he got a, a lot of scratches on himself but on just on the concrete and you know come what may and people had to kind of dodge or whatever and it's kind of this urban space, kind of it's kind of hackneyed a little bit too. It's kind of you know taking on urban space and all this kind of. But I think that yeah, that that um that here in New Orleans something something could be done. It'd be like fun to do something like that. Yeah. But but I'm gonna say like I don't. I mean that's fine. Document the stuff. But don't you think that's kind of changed? Like the reason that stuff's kind of fun to watch is it's like it wasn't very documented, and part of the power of a lot of that stuff was. You had to be there. Oh, you know, back in the, yeah. the original yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not saying we're going to like no, Google. And, and we're now it's like, all right, we're going to put this on YouTube no, or something. And right. it's like, well, you know. Yeah, you didn't have to be there, it turned out. Yeah, right. Some kind of, it's not, we want, this shouldn't be called a happening at that point. It should be called a what? <laughs> but yeah, we haven't, uh, so uh, you have some pages here. I have we a, haven't done any poetry in this episode oh, yet. Oh, I don't know. Well, let me ask you guys a question if, before I, I don't know, if, do you guys do? Do people read on your show? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, okay. All right. Usually so, but I don't. Do. I don't want to. But I, I want to ask you guys a question because oh, yeah, yeah, it just yeah. kind of popped up spontaneously. Um, do you think that we're in a sort of moment, uh, sort of poetically, nationally, where we're moving like po- like different poetry movements? You know, like they don't seem to be arising anymore. Like you know, oh, you know, there's this new movement. Or generally speaking, I mean, have are, have movements seen their day? 
I mean, I don't know if they. Do you ever, know what I'm saying? It's I don't like, know if they there, there ever were, saw there were movement. Their day. What's mm-hmm. that? I don't know if they ever saw their day. I mean, we've talked about this. I'm before. talking about now, though. I know, but I, I think all of that you only can recognize them in retrospect anyway. Like maybe someone's going to look back at some of this now. And oh be no, able no, to yeah, people. Those things into, can be declared outright. I mean, obviously, like the can ah, be. come on, like Dada and the surreal. I mean, they they, they was they front should, and center. Yeah. This is what we're to boom and. I well, mean, I think, but you can look at other movements. But even more and, recent, yeah. You know, but I, I don't think, know. I think, like, I think if you if you look beats, at yeah, language, you know, if but, you look at if you look at you know if we if we go back to pound, I'm kind of drawing right now, right? Okay. And we and we take pound's model of the vortex, right? This idea of vorticism, right? And okay. like the more you spill in here, yeah. and then it reaches a critical threshold, and this sort of like grinder, meat grinder in the middle, and then it's sort of spitting out the other side, right? You yeah. should be so, documenting this. So uh, yeah, so I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying so. Here's so my theory about your question about movements, right? Yeah. When when the more the more milk the more milk you put the more water, right? Mm-hmm. The more water that you put in with the milk, right? Yeah. The more we get to skin, right? Okay. So you put in a milk here, you put water in here, and, and the more yeah. more water you put in skin. So this right here, in my opinion, water. Okay. This equals the MFA. Um, there, no, very good. Yeah, this, that's part of the mixture. Is, keep going, keep going. And the milk, the milk, will say is um, is uh, is uh, just in general is like um, the. I guess this would technically represent uh, a, a canon of literature, right? Or some, yeah. or what literature can be or, 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 the, the potential? An informed poetry of some sort, or just say an informed whatever from from whatever tradition, right? Like I like this some, informed. Let me see. Let's call it the informed potential. Right. So, so look, if it's a spoken word poem, that that person knows spoken word poetry, you know, and yeah. its legacies and all that kind of stuff. So, so yeah. I think the more the more that we have of this of this of this of this shit coming into the whole, yeah, the water the mixture to the skim, and you can't get a movement. You can't get, you can't curdle. I'm just saying, maybe you so. can't make cheese. But I think that what maybe, we talked but... about, if we talked about earlier, I think the movements uh-huh. are going to come within a community, within a community of uh-huh. like. Maybe maybe the, maybe the New Orleans poetry scene is a movement. But I question is, is the whole I question the yeah, whole idea of movements. Of movement. that's, because, a very, that's a very uh, optimistic point of view. I, I like it. That but I think this is what you're saying. But I don't know if that's kind of what but I can, mean by movement. That. But can you have a? Yeah. But but when this right here is contribute is, is is like we have such a flood of 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 of, of homogenized. Yeah. But you like? Can we tell? Out, can we know? tell a New Orleans? Is there a New Orleans? It's simple. If 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 uh, if 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 a caravan of poets uh, um, here from New Orleans just say we just we just pick five or six, okay, and then they say they were going to if they went to Boston or whatever, yeah, and then they had a reading in front. Let's just say in, t- in, in front of that whole community, would people walk away and say, okay, shit, okay, that, okay, okay, now I know, okay, that is New Orleans poetry, or or, or if you if you know if there's a caravan and then you said, all right. Um, well, actually, we're from we're from Cleveland, but let's say that they're really from New Orleans, and then you say we're from we're from Cleveland. Would they say, okay, you know, they're definitely not from New Orleans? Would that happen? See, I don't think I don't think that would be the case. I, I, don't, I don't think get so. That. Yeah. I, unless 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 the poems themselves had a sort of you know imagery or or speech form. I mean, a good or, way you know to tell yeah, is or, are half of them too drunk to finish their reading? Well, I maybe yeah, but. No, I don't know. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think it'd be hard to. But I also think that'd be true of most places, even if we don't think about it. I mean, I think you could tell. I think you could tell if you were like, how many of these poets teach at a university right now? Right. Gotcha. You could probably tell that. But well, I don't many... know that you could take a bunch of New York poets that haven't come through and be able to say, yeah. oh, they've, there's some 
commonality where I can tell they're not anymore. No, not anymore. Yeah. Not anymore. Yeah. I think back in the day you could say that, like, with, yeah. you know, like, you know, like New, like New York school, whatever, whatever of whatever gen. I guess, like, although know, even when you're really looking at that, Eileen Miles, would you have been able to or, at the time? I don't know. Some of them, yes, but some of them are kind of they're only part of it by association. Where I don't know if they're poetry, you would necessarily. Oh, I see. Are you, gonna, you know, yeah. There's a, there's a little more chatty now. I remember, you know, there was there's always been this sort of East Coast West Coast where East Coast is kind of more chatty poetry, and then the West Coast is sort of more, I don't know, more ar- architectural and kind of quieter. And you can you could t- definitely but tell. There's some pretty you, chatty beat poets. No, right. But I'm just talking about <laughs> regional, different regional. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I don't. I wonder how real that is. And that's part of what I'm saying is like I kind of doubt the whole idea of movements to some way is. In retrospect, if you're not part of the movement and you're from that time period, you just get lumped in with it anyway. If you're, you know, you're, you're in that area. You think you that the new American lumped. poets, like like you know, uh, the Donald Hall anthology where the where the beats appear, kind of alongside the New York School, um, there there's people outside of that those, that structure that are doing very staid, like still kind of you know 1950s kind of style poetry that's not you know what i'm saying you could definitely yeah, tell yeah. i think i think you could, back then you would be able to tell the difference between a frank o'hara and some academic and like you know w.s merwin or something yeah or even but, or even no but he's even hip compared yeah, to compared you know to to, something yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah uh, so you would be able to tell you'd be like, okay wow yeah you're hip to that but you're you're not hip to that so i don't, I don't think just living in the same era necessarily is going to give you your your flavor yeah but you know if you were you but if you in, were hanging out with those people but still writing your state poetry, you'd probably be considered part of that movement, even if your poetry didn't have anything to do with it. I don't know. know? One bad thing about poets, (laughs) I mean, the movements, it's like there's always, you know, I mean, who's in and who's out. You know, that's part of the whole, that whole formation, why it's problematic. Some of them, some of them. Because you could have like a, you know, like a movement that where like 30, 40 people participated wholly, and then you have like five people who kind of cream at the top, and those are the only people that are remembered, unless you're a scholar or whatever. What about your experience of like, what about your experience of like, you know, you talked about at the beginning of this episode about like um, this like New York thing where it's like you come to New York reading and there's, you know, it's readings for poets for poets kind of thing, or like whatever it is, is there... Is there like some like is the New York is the New York poetry world is that in and of itself like what about in that world is there any like is there any scene is there a new movement is there anything that's popped up or is it just all like this sort of like cornucopia of like a deck of cards of just well poets? I, you know I to, to be to be to be fair uh, uh, to to New York you know I've been away from the scene for four years and then, and then for honestly the last three or so or four even four years that I was there I, I was kind of like being one of these kind of fading into the in the woodwork as we were talking about <laughs> earlier you know you know where's Rodrigo I, I wasn't really showing up but but before then let's say from when I was there from ninety nine to uh, all the way to two thousand sixteen yeah you 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 definitely saw like definitely formations build up that were I mean obviously like Flarf you know that yeah, that Flarf. definitely got some. You know, and obviously the conceptualists, and you know, they, they definitely got some, you know, some traction and, and, and helped shape the scene and whatever. And then there was people who were detractors of that or whatever. And, so, and some and some sort of tendencies, you know, don't get a name and they don't self-declare. But but they're, but but like a, a scholar or, or some attentive person will be able right. to tell, oh, yeah. okay, wow, no, these, de- these people have a vibe and they're definitely associated. So that's the tragedy of those, you know, of those, of those things. Sometimes, and, yeah, sometimes movements are just kind of a lot of hype, you know, too. I mean, they, they can be, you know. Well, like you're saying, people getting kicked out of movements. Britonic's 
excommunicated a yeah. lot of people from surrealism, but people still talk about him as surrealist to this day. It oh, doesn't yeah. really matter. Well, those you people, know? yeah, well, there's like these other things. Yeah, like um, <laughs> in my study of Dadaism and, and this, like, you know, we have like Kurt Twitters who like people group into Dada, but he was just mirrors. And he was never a Dadaist mm-hmm. because they didn't really let him into the Dadas officially. Just like Dieter Roth was never really a fluxist, but he was ultimately like yeah. the biggest fluxist artist there was because <laughs> yeah. his art was naturally fluxist. Exactly. But they never let him into fluxist because they fucking didn't like him. Yeah. Because the head guy of fluxist just didn't like him. Right. The same thing happened with Schwitters and Dada is right. like one of those guys who had like this prejudice against Schwitters for some reason, but Schwitters was ultimately like, I would consider him the most Dada of all Dadas. Like Dieter Roth was like the most fluxes of all. They have a good point. But he's never made it in the club. Yeah, exactly. And, you know and, and, I mean? Yeah, and, that, and that's part of the problem of this inside outside. Who's and who decides? Usually, the people in the inside decide. You know. Yeah. Time. Well, but movements are ultimately for the critics, not for the poets. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> unless 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 they have a declared like like enmity toward the critics, like in this in the perfect case would be like you know Dada. But yeah. still, like the critics later, got to decide, not the. Dada. No, no, of course, no, of course, because then you have your like, you know, your daughter show at MoMA or whatever, and there you are. Actually, I actually did a gig for uh, the Poetry Foundation some years back on futurism, you know, both both Russian and then Italian futurism, and I, you know, I had to sort of, uh, you know, participate in that and and, and make a statement. So I kind of made a statement in, in the style of you know, of a sort of futurist manifesto and read it, kind of, you know, and wore that gown. And I remember Charles Bernstein went up and he had like some kind of hammer and he pretended he was going to smash a, 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 a painting or something. So we kind of did our little circus act around. But, but, but yeah, case to build your barn, um, it was all, it was all done within the confines of this very, you know, established institution. It was, it was contained. There was going to, there's no data in the air whatsoever of any kind, despite these, these gestures that I did and these 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 noises yeah, that, that yeah. Charles did or whatever. So so yeah, that's part of it too. It's like who gets to decide at the in the end. It takes some takes some time um, to to do that. Well, this has been fun, but talking in circles. But let's hear some poetry. All right. Well, let me see. Let me see <laughs> if I can. I'll give you the. I, I've been writing these. You know, we brought up. Um, uh, I. I'm not going to say who, is, who this influences me, but the, but this is actually this is from a new collection. It's a whole book. It's called In Range, and there's short poems, and really, I think they really represent sort of my first, I don't know, New Orleans feeling uh, kind of diction or something for me, for me, not for anybody else. Okay. So this one's uh, called uh, Blank Pad. Just lines, landing on lines with whatever. What comes next, guess this comes next, is what came next. But about North Korea and the glacier breaks, and the T-man and the P-man, just lines, incandescent lamps and deep sea wreckage, darkness on darkness, a clamorous silence, freakazoid creatures, no literary trove here, no metaphors, no metonyms, no jingling career trinkets. What comes next? A fuller pad, fuller than before. But about real talks and real solutions and stick-throwing apes, the pad is five by ten with, let's count, fifty pages, forty-nine blank. All right. So that's (laughs) blank pad. Uh, I'll read another little one. 
gas-powered blower. All that went into it, its separate components, the human work involved, how the thing works each and every time, is designed to. All of those folks assembled, standing in a ring, 200? Several thousand? I want to see them all right now as they are, as I prime the starter ten times. The roar and howl is a chorus, with me at the center, purpose being multifold and fluid. <laughs> um, all right, so here's another New Orleans poem. These are, for me, very, the fact that I'm talking about anything that's like, um, actual, do you know what I'm saying? Kind of marks it as, as a, like, like an actual gas, you know, or a mower or whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. it's not a New York poem, you know? All right. So lawnmower. Strange trail of cut grass, lawn chair propped up next to fence, mower, tarp, flapping, empty. Now the spikes go up. Now the cameras are firing up. No, not getting a gun. This is trying. This is too routine. This requires effective procedures. Hope the mower's broke. Wish the resale owner the best? No, not getting a gun. Now the lawn's popping up. Big party around the corner. This requires effective procedures. Strange trail of cut grass. Strange bag of feelings. And still, no. But thanks. All right, so I'm going to read another one just that's part of that set, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is security cams. See what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> um, security cams. Left, right, corridors monitored. Front flanks covered. Back area secured. There. All three perimeters viewed continuously by feats of engineering. Things that can't be easily tracked. Sudden puffs of malevolent smoke, meandering miasmas of filth. What kind of equipment can be deployed for vying ideologies gliding in through walls and floors? Of course, I don't believe in specters, consumer solutions to primate clusterfucks. So, and I guess I'll read this cram pad because I had empty pad before. <laughs> so here's cram pad. Trade war with China looming. My front door ringers on the fritz. Call your senator first thing in the morning. An idea to get something fixed. I just found just now, awesome, a solution to this crooked table. North Korea can't help this drooping hibiscus. Syria knocking at my door, just poetry, for now. Iraq sitting up all night in some other's bedroom. GFC circuit reset properly often works. Damn, griddle not supposed to rust like this. Mexico, 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 Russia. You oughta, or I oughta, or someone oughta, wait, somebody's answering. For real. Hey. So, those are just some samples. So you said that 
them re- being about actual things yeah. is some part of it to you of feeling like you're finding your New Orleans voice on it. Well, what, what do you mean by I, I, that? I'm sort of being super placed. I mean, and I, I, I don't know, Joseph. I mean, you've you've been to my place, Joseph. Yeah. And I uh, really, I'm talking about really things that are right there and like like literally my immediate um, surroundings and uh-huh. around the house, things I have to do. Uh, you know, the media kind of is coming in. It's kind of being permeable or not. You know, it's kind of, but but, but still, I'm focusing on things that I, I actually do. Yeah, yeah, throughout yeah. The day. And but but also there's this sort of surround that that's very ominous, right? But I'm not going to get up there and, and do a whole poem about you know uh, Trump or whatever. I just refuse. <laughs> so so there's a struggle between what's what's relevant and immediate to me, and without losing my wits about about the world about around me. And I want that tension to sort of be felt. Yeah, yeah, interesting. I'm I'm seeing like this form. Like uh, it's called in range, by the way. That's in range. Called, like, yeah. So yeah. so because I'm considering what's in range. To me, properly as opposed to what's out of range. So, okay. Yeah, when you're yeah. when you're reading these, I, I'm like seeing like um like uh like uh imagine if we imagine if your your book wasn't a book at all. Imagine if it was actually like a VR experience, and imagine if Rodrigo's poems were like um he uh, recorded them right, and then like um what we do is we we put a v, we put like a 360 cam on your head. There you go. And then and, yeah, then, yeah. and then like you're sitting like at your desk in your in your in your living room, or maybe your desk is like That's actually perfect. your countertop in your kitchen, and you're like this, and you're like. Um, what it is is instead of it being like a place that you can go and you can understand like the square footage of the place of the, the room you're trying to rent, yeah, yeah. this like um, a website that's trying to sell housing in New Orleans, it's actually Rodrigo's house. Yeah. And you're going into the experience, and what you're getting is yeah. Rodrigo's poetry about his inanimate objects in his kitchen. That's right. No, that's, <laughs> that's it. That's it. No, that's it. That, that's it. That, that, that's the but film then, part. Uh, yeah. But then intermittent. But then intermittently news the radio reports. Coming, no, and then the radio comes on, and then you're broke. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, and you're getting these slices <laughs> of this thing. Yeah. No, that's perfect. Let me read you two more, okay? Just to sort of, if you don't <laughs> All right, mind. Yeah, yeah. All right. So. Okay, this is. You can see how I'm kind of closing in on 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 New Orleans, but not just quite. I mean, it kind of wants to appear, but uh, but I don't say it outright because I don't like I don't like I don't like pimping things just so quickly. You know, because well, every word's a pimp. You know, I mean, every single utterance is like a, a sales job. Okay, this one's called Peppers. Private jet overhead. Neighbors dodging deportation. Just down the street. Gunfire, tankards of tourists from all over, wowed. Peppers, next act, wait. 2.5 mil mansion, quarter mile away. 90K ramshackle, hut, two blocks down. Peppers, next act, wait. Dude just out of jail, across the street. Dude behind, back in. Tankards of tourists from all over. Wowed. Peppers. Next act. Wait. Jets. Come and gone. Household hears. Hanging in. Outside Mr. Unmedicated. Barking. Half dozen middling types. Folks with gardens. Barking. Truth is, no peppers this year. Sorry. And then this last one here. That's a pretty mid-city poem, right? That's like yeah, it's a, a mid-city pretty, poem. It's a very mid-city poem. Yeah. It's, no. It actually nails the mid-city. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I mean, I, 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 this is, you know, after reading Everett Maddox, you know, I thought, you know, I, I'm really complicating things too much, you know, and I thought, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do my way of doing simple poetry. 
Okay. You know, yeah, and make, yeah. that's what I, I, so that's what I set out to do in this in this collection. I wrote these seventy four poems. I'm not going to kid you. I was done with the book in thirty exactly thirty days. So I was on a roll. So they're written kind of quickly and kind of all right. So let me read you this this other one. Um, yeah. All right. So here's another one. Okay. Um, doffing, doffing gloves. All right, yeah. One accepts being for a good stretch of time until the next quandary turns stale. Until that time, though, clear the mulch two inches and add a retainer four-inch wall. Maybe it's about donning gloves or scraping piece by piece. Maybe it's about doffing gloves. Unlike this here, though, it's not about recognition or fucking wait a second. They think he's a border poet. They think he's Mr. Labor. They think he's experimental. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Right, no, yeah, right. When it storms, hope my levees hold. <laughs> and then the last one is called Trusty Pencil, which is actually the pencil I wrote with. You never fail me, unlike an ink pen when pressed to paper. I love retapering you in twisting motion, corkscrewed shavings falling. What will you tell me today? I'm eager to listen, almost too eager. Another coast eroding? Another far-right victory? Another inner-left implosion? Wait, you say leave it be? Wait, you say brush it off? Wait. You say, kick it away? But all these actions bind trouble to trouble in one globular mass. Here, the choristers commence. Poetry for trusty messes. Poets for this, that, the other. Time for retapering, corkscrewed shavings falling, to stay in range. Hmm. So that's from in range. Just a few. No, was was that scary to do to try to like give yourself this task of uncomplicating it? I'm a very different poet than this. Usually, I think this is going to surprise a lot of people, uh, especially people back you know in New York. So, but it's it's I think it's a good. I mean, it's it's a it's a way of doing poetry that I've never done before. Yeah, yeah. Short range, uh, very small lines. You can see here. There's little tersets or whatever. Mm. It's very object. Very objecty, and and I like things that you know, like things that need to be done. You know, as as we all do things, but just yeah. little tasks. Yeah, small, little ta they're all little tasks. Small tasks. Yeah, small tasks, and and the world's still there, and and both of those things sort of dialecting off each other. Yeah, and, yeah, and and try not to be too absorbed in it because you get that kind of reflexive moment where you kind of just can you know, oh, this is about the poem and me and the poem, blah blah. So you have to always kind of create portals so that things can escape, you know, and, and I, I was really sort of, um, really like, you know, in the, in the last uh, line of, of Blank Pattern, I say, you know, I, I literally just end the poem, if you just remembered, I just, uh, I just say, the pad is five by 10 with, uh, let's count, 50 pages, 49 blank. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's kind of like, I've never ended poems like that before. And I'm thinking this is, this is my way of kind of hanging in there. Yeah. <laughs> these times. Yeah. 
So yeah. So so is this you're going to be? Are you are you have plans of putting these out in some way? It's going to be published. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 But you're going to have to wait for that, listeners. I guess. But you can. They, yeah. They can I'll, find I'll, we can, You can announce in some other. Soon enough. Yeah. It's, fine. <laughs> yeah, it's called yeah. In Range. It's it's going to be my next. Like, probably in the spring. It's going to come out. Cool. Yeah. Well, it's been a fruitful. Yeah. We've covered a lot of territory today. Yeah. I think we've gone, you know. Yeah. I like to spend these ideas that you came up with and, and you know, the well, you know and all the <laughs> Whatever we Very, call the neo-happenings, I yeah. think we should make that happen. What's the happenings. Another, what's, a, what's, a, what's, a, what's a synonym for happening? Like, think about like <laughs> Goings on. Goings on. Yeah, something like that. we got to funk it up a little bit. Yeah. Funk it up a little bit. Go. <laughs> Goings. G-A-U-X. Maybe, maybe that's what it should be on, right there. Funk it up. Funk it up. No, that's kind of... We already funkings. got that. Sorry. I don't know. That sounds weird. The funking. Weird. Yeah, like I'm just having the funking. The funkings? We're yeah. having a funk out. We're having a funk out. We're having a funking. Again. Again. Uh, <laughs> the funking. Doesn't sound so yeah. appealing. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for having yeah, me. Yeah, thank you guys. so much yeah. for joining us. Yeah, thanks for coming over. This is great, great series you guys got going on. And uh, I don't know. I guess... Uh, Nothing, nothing too too important coming nothing up important. in the we'll moment. See, I guess, um, on the other end of our yeah, on the other end of the trip, maybe we'll have some new, some some fun new stuff going on. Maybe our happenings will be happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right.